It's over. Luna Flair at the 150. Four lengths, five lengths in front. And the mare is going to come away, Luna Flair, and get her spot in Australia's most iconic race, the Cup. Welcome to Best Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot, and I'm joined by the COVID survivor, John Walter. He's happy. He's up and about. You've, you got through it all right? Yeah, I was going to put out a press release, but it, uh, press release, but it was too factual for a press release, so I've just left it to the, the people that need to know. I just got breathalyzed. The policeman had an absolute mental breakdown when I told him I was on the back of the COVID and left me there for 10 minutes, thought I was trying to dodge it or something. So I'm just always in trouble, but uh, I'm alive. Great to have you here. DK, uh, it's a bit of a cold snap uh, down in Melbourne. What a shock. Uh, there's a flock warning on the weather. Did you get the sheep in from the back paddock today? Yeah, five to five degrees when I uh, when I surfaced this morning. Nico, I was a bit fresh. That's the time of year we're coming into. But, uh, oh, no, we're going all right down here. Not that you'd know it, Nico, by looking at the run sheet. Like, you know, like. What, Sydney, 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 is it? Well, no, no. What about normally, you know, you find a winner or you push something like didn't we talk about Dunkel more than any other horse on the show in the South Australian Derby last week when it was about $15, like, didn't we? Mm, I think I went back and had a look this morning just to make sure, and we did. And then even when we we're going to stop talking about it, you said, oh, what about if he gets in a fast run race? Then he'll really elevate. And then there he was, mate, knocking off promises, Skip, but not your notes on the run. So we know this is a Queensland-centric show, but uh, anyway. How, have how you, you ever how seen a horse go? like that horse in, uh, going sideways? But I've never seen a horse have a preparation like that horse that like I can it. think of in my life. Um, Which one? Don't uh, go from Dunkel. like a maiden on a mile, sixteen hundred first start in a race, and still be going around ten starts later and winning what he's winning. Incredible. Uh, was, I think he's probably been in a few barrier trials. That's probably why they weren't real races. Those Tassie ones or anything, weren't they? they were barrier trials. Nah, just sitting sprints. Uh, anyway, but uh, no, no, we're going all right. But uh, battling away, aren't we? Yeah, going all right. Nigga, what's on this week? Well, we've got a big weekend. We've got Goodwood and uh, what else? Queensland, Queensland, Flemington. Florida, Flemington. Uh, I got the jumps on Soundown at Sunday. Oh, so yep. It's all happening. All happening. Britannicus. Britannicus. Yeah. Yes, he's going back there. So uh, no, no, no. Anyway, but the questions will be on everyone's. Everyone's got their bingo cards ready. What are the grumpy old Queenslanders going to blow about this week? Well, hey, take it away, Scooty and Walt. Anyway, I don't know. I don't look at the bingo card. I'm too scared to look at it. So I'm, I like to act with surprise with my bingo. Yeah, let's go. Oh, the good news is live stream. We won 13% profit last week. So $50 units uh, returned 56.52. 32 bets, eight winners, 11 placings. A couple of sickos uh, for Nico. Uh, the Wolfden boys were up and about and good. So we only had 12 misses and uh, we nearly just jagged a, a sneaky first four and last. But um, it's um, it's hard not to get excited. Okay, well, it's time to put the other uh, grumpy hat on. That's what us Queenslanders do. Maybe it's all Mate. the sunshine. What are we? I don't think we're grumpy, are we? We're just no. real, realists. I just can't believe that the grumpiest man alive thinks I'm the grumpiest man alive. That's that's what starts to upset me. But uh, grumpy old men. Yeah, I don't know. It is hard. Like you try and go into everyday positive, and then you see some stupid thing, and you're like, oh, you're just back where you came from. But anyway, let's get through it. RV are finally pulling back on prize money at Bonanza. The reality is starting to set in, and Jay Munns has uh, got on the defensive, and the breeders are with us. You forecasted this last week. You said, you know, we'll be uh, a chance when the breeders start uh, getting in our corner because that's when the, the tide's turning. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And they, they hold 10 times more weight, a 1,000, a million times more weight than any of us will ever hold, even if we all band together. Um, uh, so it, it hopefully hopefully it's a positive. That's, um, Nick Williams jumped on board, uh, Ben Mellum, uh, Buckets Moore, it was uh, all the decreasing uh, prize money is only a very small thing, and and they don't want decreases. I think they just want sort of they they don't want any more increases just because they they're not silly people. A lot of these people, and they understand that it's going to blow the whole thing up if they just keep uh, they're throwing more down the well. But um, 
any sort of sense of I haven't read the Munns thing, but he's he's a guy that I've only ever heard good things about in the industry, which is um, nearly impossible, especially on that side of the fence, uh, the breeding side. There's a lot of used car action on the that side of the fence, and he's always been um, someone I've heard you know very generous, uh, realistic sort of person. So there's a lot of low hanging fruit, I guess. The All Star Mile, the budgets around that, some of the marketing activity. Um, there'd be some really easy wins and as we say there's a couple of those races where you could just knock a million off and next thing you know you've probably got 30 million uh, up your sleeve interesting one with um jason scott ceo of uh racing queensland he's just come on board good uh positive sign i thought was that the POC tax is going to stay at 20 percent. he's going to try and dig the heels in there and he he also said that uh if you want someone just to st- like steer and be a puppet uh, i'm not your man halfway through his interview so i thought that was refreshing i'm happy to give him some time to get the feet under the desk and i guess his actions will be um i guess more a proof of what happens but he did make a really good point where he said that he wanted a strong racing australia and to me that sort of makes sense if they these guys can get the pattern up and going and uh, make it all align and figure out where we're headed with all these pop-up races. I think uh, that's going to uh, go a long way because I did see, not that I take much notice of it, but um, in Richie Callender's uh, article on Racenet as well, um, they're still got their head buried in the sand or they're using the excuse racing New South Wales that uh, the Everest not gaining group one status is the reason why um racing australia is sort of in some sort of turmoil but they've sort of opened pandora's box here with uh these pop-up races now you've got the quokka uh the archer the magic Millions series has been around forever and a day you don't see the magic Millions crew crying that uh some of their races haven't got group and listed status like surely blind freddy can tell you that uh with all these pop-up races the restricted sales races and just restrictions on races let's just get in a room and fix it the pattern so all the administrators from every different state need to get in the room and anyone that's not willing to get in the room their boards need to overthrow these people for at, the betterment the racing the day, and kick them out at the end of the day who does uh, what is a, a title on a race who does it affect in the whole industry who does it affect it means nothing no one the bloke who owns the mayor yeah. or the bloke who owns the colt and that's it oh, i just it's just can't understand how uh that one that one area of racing this uh, so say that um the mighty pvl and these a lot of things that are, are driven by this issue with uh, one race not getting a group one status it means nothing to anybody except for the breeders really the status in racing all this history has been sort of they just they move races six months away you know like everything's been lost as far as history and tradition for me for the most part and it's all about um well dick swinging or whatever you want to call it now so what the hell does a group one tag really mean to any of them and like you say but the magic millions uh they've never really worried about it they've understood that there are certain criteria of race that only certain horses are can run in and and that's the same for the everest you have to be invited there so you know what's the issue at the end of the day who actually cares except for whoever owns the winner and if it happens to be a mayor it's worth something to it what does it matter anyway like everyone treats it how you know on field strength and whatever it's just it's such a non-event. I don't understand why anyone cares. Seems a feeble argument not to uh, sol- solve it and get in the room and figure it out. DK, exactly. any thoughts down here or couldn't give a brass razu? Yeah, no, no. Didn't have bluing about the pattern on the bingo card scoop. Didn't didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Pock tax and wagering turnover, no. Isn't it the greatest right? non-event of them all? Like, could you yeah. care less what any race is, like as in no. group quality no, or whatever? Zero. No, zero. 
Anyway, the uh, the tweet that we put out from uh, a question from Richie Irvine on last week's stream, no surprises, the results here. As an Australian racing fan, let's pretend that you've got a share in a runner. Which one do you want to win? 50.9% said the Melbourne Cup, so we nearly got 1,000 votes here. Everest was down at 14.4%, and the Cox Plate 32.7%. So I guess Everest is pretty new, not a bad uh, initial result, very uh, rich race to win. But again, you can see that the punters are pretty rusted onto the big features, so it seems a bit folly that they're um, going to try and uh, adjust the pattern to move the Cox Plate to after um, the Spring Carnival or, um, you know, worry about disrupting the pattern in the lead-up to the uh, the Caulfield Cup. But a funny one, it was probably the list of the responses, that, uh, the list others, the Big Dance, Doncaster, Rockhampton, Newcar- uh, Newmarket. Tari Class 1, I voted for. Mm, the Heelsville Golden Thong. I'm not sure which, which sort of thong that is. Uh, Eddie's Fresh Chicken mar- Maiden at Tari. Haven't That's been it. there. The Class 1. Is that a good the, I'll, I'll go the double for that. The Berrigan Cup, the Wheatwood. Um, the Chipping Norton Newey Cup, and now uh, one bloke um, said that uh, the Melbourne Cup's irrelevant. Um, they've only got the the public holiday saving it there, which well, I it's thought not was even Melbourne Cup anymore. It's Big Dance Day, so uh, you know. Oh, you reckon? Okay, how long before the Big Dance is worth more than the Melbourne Cup? You reckon that's his goal? God, it couldn't be. Well, when, as soon as they get it to 3,200 metres, it will be. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And the fields are just a joke. So it's just uh, someone said- Who even won the big dance last year? Like what? what Rustic even, Steel, what, mate. What is the race? Go, well, Rustic well, Steel. What's he? Classic horse? He, he's a listed horse. He's a, he's a listed horse. Anyway, we'll punch on. The uh, DK wants to keep it positive and we're not allowed to be angry anymore, so we might turn over a new leaf. Now we've got the world You arguing. did well, mate. You got me through the Jason Scott part, so we, <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to be negative there, but we'll, I'll, I'll leave him for another day. No, Kingsley. Kingsley put it up me last week, Scoot. That's why. What did he do? He did, didn't he? say, oh, buddy, DK ranting again, you know. like He just, again, it's like every week it seems like a rant, 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 so I better, um, better keep an eye on that. Don't want to be... Too, 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 too grumpy. I'd like a bit of their relaxed attitude in my life. It'd be handy. I think it must have something to do with bank balances. Yes, yes, yes. They must go to the comics, right. comics Lounge. I don't know where the uh, the Comics Lounge is up in Sydney, but uh, I did tell the boys at Comics Lounge they should start one up here. I think everyone at the Gold Coast is looking for different stuff to do. Yeah, there's not much to do here at night, really, is there? Like, yeah. there's, uh, you know, like Dracula's things. There's not, you go once every five years, you've, you've seen enough, at least the Comics Lounge. They do have quite a like the yeah, a good uh, setup at that whatever that I don't know what it is the Museum of Arts or something they get a few comics and stuff there but it'd be good for have a designated mm. venue. I, th- I think uh, we're going to go to um, the Spiegel thing for the burlesque show. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. That'd be a, like a mail review sort of thing. Would it be for you? Yeah, good. be great. But if you're looking for something to do in Melbourne, make sure you head it, check out the uh, the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne. I think Jim Owen's doing the rounds. He's still going. I think he was going Jim around Owen. about thirty years ago. So. There's a blast from the past. If you've missed him over the last 30 years, you can get in and see him there. I guess he's still funny. I don't know. Do you think he'd he was be running the same things? He'd be like Carl Barron. He'd be running the same things. But if you've had like a 15-year spell from him, he'd probably be funny again. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's probably done full circle. Uh, today's show is going to be beauties. Don is good. Dermot Cup Day looks a ripper. Big uh, rain watch. We had 100 mil here Tuesday, heavy 9 or 10. If you're doing form, just uh, tread very warily there. Massive difference between 9 and 10s and 7s, as we all know. Rosie Hill for you. Well, you'll be hunting early. Nico's got some uh, early hunting uh, as a... Going to probably get him with a uh, bit of a lookalike here. He uh, he set off uh, the horse that we backed in the stream. Uh, promises kept. So uh, 
a good little watch for him. And then uh, the Top Sports team, uh, they were um, they had two bets. I think Promises Kept was one of theirs, and uh, someone else loaded up on Gear Kick. So that's a beauty. I did see that uh, Top Sport had their biggest turnover day, so that was obviously on the back of our stream. And uh, we should do more well, of them more best often. Of the best. Thought, best, but, uh, of the best, best of the best. Well. best. That's what mm. it was. Um, all. Uh, group one races in Queensland. So uh, last week uh, it was Giggy Kick, and this week it's a Doom and Cup. So pretty uh, good field there with Zaki and a couple of others. So odds to 5,000. So make sure you join Top Sport and uh, give them a go. Uh, it's time to talk Adelaide with uh, Jason as a party. We've got the Group one Goodwood, and uh, Lofty Strike is the favourite here. But welcome back, uh, Jason, as a party to the show. How are you, Azza? It's good. Thanks for having me, mate. Wonderful to be here. Shame we couldn't get the bickies with promises kept last week. But I think there was quite a few people across Australia that were uh, a little bit deflated at the NA race. Mm, maybe set off a little mini avalanche. And uh, something's just uh, come across my desk. There's a little bit of a lookalike here. Paulie from uh, Fat Pizza. We might put the graphic up. Here we go. And uh, here, here go. you go. You got the hat on. And then is that any relation to you? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, look, there he is. Our brother's from another mother. How's those? We all look the same. That's what you're saying. Hey, we all look the same. That's I'll fucking thong you, mate. Yeah, Isn't that what they say? I'll thong you. I love it. It's a great show. Thong you. How's yeah, those? You've got to find how's those as well as fat pizza. I dropped <laughs> off pretty quickly. I sort of one, one, one or two shows was plenty for You've got to be in the right mood. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it suits for Adelaide Racing, actually, to be fair. But. <laughs> Let's have a quick look at the market. We'll try and push the show along. It's going to be an epic. Uh, Lofty Strike favourite here, 315 to 330 at Top Sport. We've got Zapateo, 715 to 480. Wow, Kalos, $7. Front page, $10. Another award, 10 Zatori. 16, Savage to Excel, 19, Royal Merchants going around again, just a freak, Seymour and Dave Eustace, $19, Kamantari, $21, fresh from the winner bottom, Frankie Pino's there as well, $21, Serides, $34, and you can get much better the rest, and that's a horse that you're going to have a good look at here as Serides. We've got its last two starts here. Yeah, uh, so I- this is um, two back in the race, Kalos one. It's in the... Um- in the check cap just on the fence there. And I had plenty to give here. If you look here, just couldn't get out, couldn't get out. Oh, it's momentum stalled. Kalos just said, wish girl went goodbye. And um, just with her momentum stop there, um, I think she would have finished a lot closer. Kalos is, is $7 third favorite in this race. Um, she was still strong through the line there. Uh, this time last year, she won two of the track and trip. And this is in the group one Sangstar. Uh, they absolutely went like the clappers here. So that's her in the lead. Marabi um, on a Sadoa cell compounded. September run was on speed. It compounded. And Sarah Des here, she was on the inside. A lot wetter ground. Um, it was much better ground out wide. She's ended up finishing fifth beat in two lengths. And the first four all come down the middle. Um, it was a bit of a slingshot race. She was absolutely enormous to keep fighting here and beats Bellamy Patino over the fave. Um, I just think, look, this is the weakest Group one sprint in Australia. They've moved it to set weights at penalties. It's backfired. Um, it's complete rubbish. So, yeah, it's a group one, but um, there's not that much step to it. Uh, I think if you take a line um, through through that race last start, if she can just get across, sometimes in these sprint races, they do sort of sit up and don't go like the clappers earlier. I can see her sitting OSL outside um, free of debt here. And I was sort of $35 was just a really easy bet to have. If it was dry, I would be I would be so keen. Just a few showers around. She probably wants it, um, you know, sort of five five at worst. 
but I'm hoping we're going to get that. Um, but I saw an each way at the odds um, in a pretty average race. I think she'll peak here fourth up of a run enormous. Uh, lofty strike, I couldn't talk you out of it. Obviously, he's got that group one sprint form. Uh, in, with, in with a great weight, a set weight penalty here. Um, it's pitched him at 54 and a half, should be top weight. Um, and I thought actually, and obviously the Blue Army, Kalos, since it's been gelded, won three from three. And Zapateo, I think if Ollie just be patient and go back, and if the speed is on, she could fly down the middle. If it's a seven, it'll really suit her. So that's the race for me. Um, does look top of the market. I'm going to back Sarah S each way at a big price and hopefully get a result. Mm, another horse that's definitely looking for the dry track is Lofty Strike, and the wet track or a soft seven or a, uh, or, or worse might bring him unstuck. I think um, I agree with a lot of what you're saying there. As a, another award looks, it look, looks like it's okay weighted if um, you're taking that Sarah S form into account. And Jason Holder can. A lot of the time he can punch forward and sit a little bit closer if he draws an inside gate. So he's in red-hot form. What do you have, five or four or five winners last week? So I think uh, it's going to run a bold race, track and trip specialist. The boys in Melbourne, you got any thoughts around this one? DK, anything? Oh, no, I just saw Jay Mott riding 54 and a half. That'll do me, I, you know, lofty strike. He's, he's pitched set weight suited, really. Jay Mott, gee, that's a lightweight for him to ride. He'd be, you know, my horse must be airborne, so. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I thought the same. I'd probably agree with Azra. I'm surprised he didn't get more weight, but um, it's just the way it sort of worked. Yeah, he looks perfectly placed. I think he's the only group one horse in this race. So, um, look, you're just backing in that he's right. Yeah, no, nah, that's right. I think it's probably him or the Blues. I think Kalos is flying. He's probably a little question mark at 1,200, but it's a new horse, his preparation, so you can't mark him too harshly. And then Zapateo, if the rain does come, she's right and play, and she's been, what, 750 into 480 just uh, recently with top sports. So I think if Lofty strikes 100%, he's probably, you know, the horse to beat. Uh, his recent jump out was pretty good. Loved how he got out of the barriers there, but um, if he does have a little issue in the ground, it's probably one of the, the blue jackets. Could make a good case for Sarah Des at 30s. I thought she'd be closer to... 15s, but yeah. um, yeah. yeah, seems over the odds. But she's going to be in the right spot, isn't she? She's going to yeah. be up there and on pace and coming. She can probably steer to the right part of the track. Yeah, I didn't realise she was such a big price. Mm. I'm, I'm after $12, so I just thought she was the big overs in the race. As I said, if it gets too wet, she, it's, probably, it's going to be against her, but um, the sort of average race, and yeah, she, she was the overs for me. Everyone else is about the right price. Front for us. page is the toppy in a Goodwood. Okay. What the heck? Front page. But he's rated 100, right? Like, so lofty strike. Is rated 10 handicap points. It should be getting giving it five kilos and is getting four off it. But this, this, what the what? Why, why do we want to take handicaps away from Australian racing? They're the best of Betty, too. They think they're going to get a top horse by going set weights at penalties. But with 500 grand prize money in May, no top horses are going to target this race. Go back to a handicap and believe it as it was. Agree. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't believe it wasn't a handicap. Oh, how long has this been going on for? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's front page is the sort of horse you'd want to find in this race. Like, went huge there, 52 kilos, here was 53 or something. It'd be interesting, and it's got 58 half. It's crazy. Maybe they don't have any idea what they're doing. Mm. Mm. We sort of spoke about it a little bit earlier on the show. Uh, as a, you're, the market moves when uh, you like one, so uh, be be quick with your Sarah S34. I'm tipping it's not going to last if a couple of people agreeing on the show, but um, you're going to encroach here for your second race into Nick Noonan's backyard. We're going to go to uh, sit back over to Flemington Race 2, the Living Legends Plate. I sort of like this, uh, like this angle. Has a nose, no boundaries, mate. He's a bit like, uh, he's a bit like Donnie of the South. He, he goes wherever the winners go. Funny you say that. Funny you say that, Walt. Uh, race two, Grey River's the favourite. 
two dollars ninety. Uh, Sweet and seven dollars. Lady Jones seven fifty. Jenny Jerome eight dollars. Uh, Free Will ten dollars. Tropicone eleven. Uh, Vagrant twelve dollars. Kiki Express sixteen. And you can get plenty on uh, on that line. The repo we're going to have a look at is Grey River. This is the um, this is the She Dances Royal Merchant Race. Is is this the one? It is. Yeah, this is the one. And she drew twelve of twelve here. Um, she's outside seven veils in the white cap. She went back to last. Um, this is a group two race. Very, very strong form race. You got Royal Merge and She's Dancers. Seven Bales was the first three. She's flying down the outside here in the white cat. Ends up running fifth, beating 1.2 lengths. She was second up this day. Um, if you go back to last prep, um, she won first up by seven lengths. Went into Oaks Day, 1,400 metre Flemington. This track and distance through 10 of 16. Was favourite, got beat by Rosita, group winning horse in the autumn. And third was see you in heaven, San and Guineas winner. Strong, strong form line. Um, she was really good first up, 1100 in a listed race in the I'm Loving You. We just saw that replay over 12. Goes up to 1400 here. 10, B, she'll get her out the gate, go forward. And against a bunch of, I would say, pretty limited opposition. Um, I'd be very surprised if um, this horse didn't start the red for, I've marked it $2. Um, I think it is clearly the best bet of the day. I am a bit disappointed to see it's also in race seven of Warfordville, which is a group three race, and it's third favourite there. So whether they stay and take a black tight um, out and give this a bypass, I'm not sure. There's still, as this show is filmed, hasn't been scratched out of either. Really hope they come to Flemington. I'm very keen, Grey River. Horned up, deluxe, uh, if it's at evens. Nico? Yeah, I think a lot of people found her off her last start run. She was uh, really good to the line there, and she's got that tactical versatility. We saw her back in the spring where she, I think she even led up that race at Flemington. So, B. Shin from 10, you'd probably really want him to go forward in this race, but you could uh, definitely see that happening. So, yeah, I know a lot of people have already uh, backed her at the early price and uh, can see the love. Beautiful. All right, short, sharp, and that's how we like it. Have a, uh, a fill-up and uh, we'll get the pizza delivery uh, Saturday night and kick back and have a quiet one. I'll send you one, no problem, if Grey River wins. I'll send you a bottle of Shardy as well, Scoot. I know that's all you drink. I do drink a little bit of Shardy. I'm, I'm pretty versatile in my uh, my choices. So is DK. We love a wine. have to drink Walt's share. All right, we'll, uh, we'll see you on next week's show. Good luck, mate. Good on you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, that was Jason as a party. Entertaining as always. Now it's time to talk Flemington. Nico, uh, as a sort of beating you the punch there, but uh, you're going to just uh, slide straight into the opener. And uh, there's talk around uh, Flemington starting to have 10 races. So your day at the races, your mounting ma- yard mail just gets even uh, longer and deeper, which is music to your ears. But uh, the first one here is a 1400 metre race. And the favourite is Riff Rocket, 5 into 440. La Zebra, 460. Lady in Pink, 5. Hydrogen Power seven fifty, uh, Optum is eight dollars. Victory Command eight fifty. Mojave Desert. I think I've nailed that one. Ten dollars. Written by you. Nineteen dollars. Still on my feed. Nineteen. Um, Number eight. I'll sort you out. Yeah. Uh, El Poida de Sol twenty dollars, and uh, Gates uh, twenty six dollars. So the horse that you like here, Nico, is Riff Rocket. One on debut. Chris Waller. Yeah, Waller's, uh, he's hitting some form here in Melbourne. This was a big win on debut. He's in the purple, just sort of blending in down the middle here. Uh, Jay Allen gives you the crack with the whip and 
puts the race away pretty easily. Uh, gee, this was a, a fast run race to the 600. The leader's gone about eight and a half lengths above. He's probably gone about five above to the 600, but um, relative to the maiden class and punting form, they've rated nine lengths above. So probably due to that fast early speed, but um, you look at his closing sectionals relative to the day, you think, oh, they go that quicker, they got to fall in a hole late. He hasn't really. He's still run the seventh fastest last 200 of the day, quickest last six, third quickest last four of the meeting. So uh, looks the horse with plenty of upside. Gets to 1,400 metres here. Gets a good run from barrier number five. I think he probably positioned a lot closer to the speed than what he did there on debut. Um, hadn't shown heaps in the jump outs prior, but I think that fast run race just really sort of showed what ability he's got. So uh, he's been five into, what, $4 at the moment. I think this this trend continues, and uh, I think we've got to be backing him early. I think he'll probably start closer to $3, and a lot of people can on him, and I can't see... The market missing him, DK, off those uh, last start figures. All you've got to do is um, the beauty of that, the day they ran, that very next race, a very nice horse called Private Jumbo at $1.60 or whatever he was, just led and towed him up in his maiden, and they ran a uh, quicker time than him, even though he did obviously go went a bit slower. And he's come to town, he ran second, at, ran really well, ran second at Flemington the other day, off, off the maiden, you know. So um, to see two-year-olds, like two-year-olds can generally run slowish times and not, you know, be a lot slower than the other races. For this, to see that, that group of two-year-olds at that race run that time, it was just stamped as a race to follow for me. Therefore, I think the other ones out of that race are also, or particularly one at good odds, is in play as well, and that's written by you. So it was getting back up on the inside, getting held up there, and he's $19 versus Riff Rock at 460 or something like that. So I think you've at least got to save on or have a drink on um, written by you as well because it comes out of the same race, was only beaten two lengths, and... There's a big price discrepancy. Marby is the other one who comes out of the race, but it had the box seat there. Now it draws the outside gate, so might have a bit more of a task. But I think if you're playing Riff Rocket, you would have something written by you. Written by you is yep, on debut like there too. Mojave had had a prep and a run. Like, you know what I mean? The much more upside in written by you than Mojave probably too. Yeah. I, I, went, I went looking at them because I said, where, where are these horses come from, you know? And you go through them all like, um, I think Mojave's a million dollar I'm Invincible. I yep. think that the um, the Danny O'Brien horse that ran in the race, very well bred. Um, Riff Rockets, no, I think he's nicely bred. You know, I think they're just a good, nice, talented group of horses. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm about, I'm, I'll believe that believe that race, and I expect them to run well on Saturday. Yeah, I thought you could probably take on La Zebra. Got everything he's, yes, in his favour yes. the other day. Mm. I think that there's probably a few horses out of that race that could run well here. I thought the Moody pair are probably in play on a dry track. Victory Command was strong late there. And Gates, I had Gates on top out of the yard. I thought he was the best type in that race. I just don't think he handled the track at all. Barrier one, Linda. She could put him up on speed. And I thought 26 bucks uh, looked a big price for him. But uh, Riff Rocket, probably hard to beat. And then I think you could probably play some exotics with maybe written by you. And some good odds. That's throw, in, throw in Gates and see what, see what happens. But, uh, yeah, Riff Rocket, probably one of the better bets of the day for mine. Outstanding. We've got a, a chopper flying ahead. I think it might have been, might be Vega Gessler looking for you. I don't like how you sort hey? of your ears pricked like you thought it was like you were in well, a, sitting next to you in, in, a, chopper. in a crack house or the, something. The, Mate, the cops. I'm back. They're coming after you. <laughs> I'm back. What are you cooking out the back? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but no, we're, Not we're just catching mud crabs in the back canal. Yeah, mud crab, mud crabs. Do you think Chris Wall is just starting to throw a couple of rockets back over the, the backyard fence there? You see Kieran's just gone into looks like a JV or something with racing New South Wales. I don't know how that works. Up in Sydney. So he, he's, lease, he's leasing it. Leasing it off. So it was originally they bought. They own it. They bought it. They bought it as a pre-training centre for everybody. Uh, they got they relocated a trainer down there. After about six weeks of him relocating his whole life down there, they knocked on the door and said, no, not, not needed anymore, brother. You're out. 
they put a, an equestrian lady in there or something, and now all of a sudden uh, it looks like a joint venture. Like, did you see his press release? Yeah. Oh, the, the reason why we've come to this and we're going to sink more money into it, uh, you're assuming we're going to sink more money into it, is uh, to keep the field sizes up and the turnover. That's it. Oh, yeah. my yeah, well, God. That makes sense, doesn't it? Another 100 horses, you know, from the top trainer. That, that You can see why. It's it's not not it's silly, but it's just it's it's a bit it's, it's pretty rude. What? Oh, it's pretty <laughs> rude. Why, why would you start How tra- many stables has he got now? Like individual sets Nico? of stables. It's got to be up to 10, isn't it? Nico. Yeah, it'd be closer to 10 than 5. Mm. Crikey. I think. And then plus Annabelle. Plus, and then you've got, yeah, Scone's supposed to be coming where a similar deal, but well, I was told. Oh, my you know, God. A, a rumour was that that Mara and her were splitting those as well. But um, you imagine if that comes, maybe this is a trade-off for that one because it was supposed to be finished in December last year and no one struck a blow. Um, so... <laughs> Well, Kira does. might start to dominate Sydney and then Waller will just I think a lot of the, the younger horses would go to the, the Sydney base. Like I think they've got like a hundred over a hundred yearlings that they've got to sort of educate. Yeah, well, so I reckon a lot of them. It's set up as a pre-training facility, well. right? So if it's set up yeah. as a pre-training facility, you'd, you'd expect it would probably be near where all of his go to, to break and be educated. And spellers. Crazy. Yeah, that would seem to go. 80 spellers or something too. Mm. Mm. I was talking to Mike Simons on Sunday night. He said that it's not cheap to race a horse with, with him either, Kieran. Very expensive per day. I think and they're all um, bound up. Yeah, and I think again, it, it depends where the horse is mm. based. Mm. But you wouldn't imagine it'd be cheap. You think his overheads would be astronomical? Crazy. Anyway, let's have a look at Flemington Race Four before uh, we lose all our listeners. Tapper Capal's favourite here, four forty. Barrier seventeen looks sticky. Dashing again, barrier sixteen, four sixty. Uh, first immortal five dollars in from seven fifty impending link nine fifty son of solly nine fifty verifier nine fifty kings crossing ten and then you uh, balloon out to night son at nineteen dollars samuel longhorn at uh, twenty or better do you think the uh, the chairman's forms the go here this is last start in adelaide you got uh, two horses in the uh, the white and green you got impending link and then you've got the blackest and uh, white and green verifier yeah i think verifier should have finished a lot closer in the finish uh, he is a double 20 in a man at cranbourne so they may head that way but i think they should run here because they're going to get a good crack at winning good prize money we saw this series sort of all throughout last year that just DF was just prominent um, in these three-year-old staying events. And a lot of these horses come through this sound down lead up, which dashing one, which I don't know if is much good. Um, you go back through sort of their form, like dashing's $4.80 here, impending link, ran a good race there. He was strong to the line. And then the run prior, he ran second to, or the run prior, he won a maiden. Then the run prior to that, he ran second to McGarten, who dashing only just got over the top of. So I don't think there's a lot between a lot of these horses. So I just sort of thought from barrier 15, he'd have to go back impending link, but he'll be uh, strong to the line and verifies probably the other horse right down on the minimum. Uh, so he's had a bit of support, 15 into 9.50. He should have won at Seymour, the run prior, good run in the chairman's. I think that form, it's it's easy enough to tie in. Like Dashing got beat by Loco, who was just in front of them. So I, I don't think there's just much between a few of these horses. I'd even give Smallin a bit of a chance at sort of $21. So, um, yeah, just... Basing it off sort of how this series unfolded last year, it just was good to have a bit of fresh form. And I think that chairman's could just be a bit fresher than the the sound down race. So uh, I was happy to lean with them at sort of double figures. You're sort of learning ones out of the sort of fast run race in Adelaide versus that it was a pretty slowly run, just dominated by the McGarten who led and dashing who box seated, didn't it? It was a they went out seven links below or something and just sprinted home. So a lot of those staying types never even got warm. Yeah. I mean, Tupper Capel did all right, but did have a suck run, didn't it? So um, I'd be thinking more horses like. Uh, Grey Northern and My Brother's Keeper, something like those two would be the improvers 
you know, because they, they want a fast run race and this looks like it's going to be run at pretty solid tempo. So they're the sort of horses that might improve out of that race. But no, I can see you thinking. And the other thing too, where impending link and in Verify was, there's, there's that elastic band theory that you can be too far back in fast run races. You're just too far back, too much to do. You know, and um, they seemed they seemed to that that seemed to be even though it was a fast run race, Suzero and Loco was still at the front kicking on. You know, so um, with that run under their belts, and I remember Gregory Roll giving Pending Link a very nice rap um, the night before he won his be pissed in that maiden at Packingham. So um, he was in the Derby, he just didn't get a run. So it's not like they've had a setback or anything. He just uh, I don't think he had enough mm. prize money to get in. So yeah. Oh. And he's he's a Flemington and verifies a Flemington. Fleming, he's run well at Flemington before, hasn't he? I reckon in a fourteen hundred two year old or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, no, I, I think that's a race to um, especially just, that. Just looked a bit up for grabs, like first immortals, no star. Tarpa Capel seems short odds for. Yeah, he's drawn know. seventeen. Yeah. Like there's just just seems up for grabs. So yeah, I, I'd agree with DK if you could find the the strong horses later. I think it's probably Verifier. He probably mm. might be the strongest, and Pending Link might have the most ability of a lot of these. But I was going to sink the boots into Blackiston, and then I. I only had to think back to yesterday to see Kevin Arbo just charging down the outside and another stride at wins, but gee whiz, he's so nearly like knocked us off. He's a six percent trainer now. Like, I don't know, but then I thought, no, I won't do that. I won't do that. So. It's a big day. We had Je- Jezelinko, Cabot <laughs> thirty nine. It was just all <laughs> AFL centric yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Bendigo. Yeah, all the ones that win, except the ones for the the the, the big bloody racing syndicate who races them all after horses' names they can't lift their legs. The oh. one with Dacos and Dunstall and Mullane and all these things. Witten, Witten. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got seen. Lucky those blokes have got plenty. You still with us, Walt? I think he's not, I think he's not at all. <laughs> we started talking about AFL. Oh. That was the end of Q. Tell you what, if it starts to get 10, ten races. That's me. Put the camera on me when he starts talking about Sydney oh, every God. week. Lock it in. Yeah. I'll just have a nap. 10 races at uh, Flemington <laughs> each. And the Metro's, Nico, I'll tell you what, you'll start to uh, drink lots of coffee and start to nod off. What's it going to be? A benchmark 64 or something? Oh, 70 or something. Wait, we're already starting at 11.50 on Saturday. I always. Start at 10.30. I'd, ru- I'd, ru- yeah, I'd they rather. Want, they want it later in the day. They want it. They want to get some of that Perth turnover. You know, the, the later the turnover, the later the race, the bigger the interest. So that's what they say. Don't worry about, don't worry about kids and going for dinner and all that sort of stuff. Wait till Victoria Heaps bring in the barn dance or something. Huh? Barn dance. <laughs> the <laughs> the, the oh, dosey yeah. do. Four million for the barn dance. <laughs> I just want footage of PVL dancing. I don't. Mounting, uh, I want him footage of him running ten nine. I want that. <laughs> I want that. Mounting yard mail from Nico via Telegram three to five minutes before the race. You get the final look at it twenty five bucks a week. So uh, that's going to be definitely definitely be value if uh, they go to ten races. Nico's a uh, punningform.com.au disciple. So am I. Uh, we all love it for the pre and post race. Tell you what, they're stretching more races. You need to do it faster, and you can only do it faster. And I put my hat on everywhere. I nearly got the chocolates at eighteen dollars going cup last week when you're away sick, crying in your bloody bonox or whatever it was. You ran can you do race. a thousand meter race in ten nine on punningform.com? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Should we have a look at Rose Hill? What's Rose Hill going to do this week? Is it? I see it. What's it going to do? Was it going to piss down rating again or not? Please don't. No, surely what? not. Like I don't know, five or six or something is what is I've it? lined up for. Christ, please, okay. no more. Schweppes handicap first, uh, 1200 meter race, Celestial Legend, 320 into 280. Namesake. Hey. There's a scratching. Stop knocking my prices off. There's a scratching. What's scratched? Uh, Nine Mc- and 10. McKenna, 12 cent deduction. Who? McKenna? McKenna? You've none? Yeah. Who, I've got no idea. Who's the 10 that's out? The race. Nine and 10 are out. Yeah, Is nine it? and 10. Who's the 10? Queen of Dragons. Queen of Dragons. Oh, okay. That's how good you're going. Uh, that's all right. I don't mind. I'm just make, making sure there's not something I'm going to talk about that's no longer in the race. McKean has gone. Yeah. 
two eighty. Namesake five dollars. Five fifty. Joey Deal. Uh, Jagged six dollars fifty. Uh, Straka nine fifty. Ten dollars. Super News. Galano seventeen. Griff uh, twenty one dollars. And Bear to Witness thirty four. So that's the full market. And there's a, a scratching, mate. So you gave me a heart attack. No rain forecast. So five or six. Well, I'm just seeing if you've done your homework. Yeah, you want to show this replay or what? <laughs> Last 400, have a look at this horse in the white with the, uh, the so red epaulets. First meeting back at Canterbury, mad fence day, very slow tempo. This horse was last early, just dragged back, didn't jump too far back. Probably not, not a horse that's going to lead up a race like this, but uh, he, he sort of made a bit of a early move on him too uh, to sort of come back around three or four of them. So the horse has made two runs, fastest eight, six, four, two, last inch of the, the, the card. Just everything to like about this horse. This was its first start in a race over 1,200 metres. Love that. Uh, I think it's very hard for a two-year-old to debut over 200, 1,200 and to uh, sustain a run for 800 metres, um, even against a slow tempo. Very hard thing to do. So two gate, uh, positive rider change. There's a few leaders here, Joey Dior, Jag, Jit, um, both first starters. Both look really quick. Ostraka will sort of bounce and hold a spot and add a bit of pressure to the race. Um, Super News sat wide up on speed at Wyong first start and it was actually a good win, but um, it could put some speed into it and namesake won't be too far away either. So I expect it at least an even to strong tempo. Those horses on debut over 1,200, I was saying it's not an easy thing to do. So they should be softened up and this horse should be super strong well uh, les has been hard to catch in in recent times but yeah, i think this horse looks maybe what eight percent trainer yeah uh and and that's when like he was 320 or something when i was looking at him last night i thought that was uh but this horse just looks pretty good i think that that thing that won it what's it, it was Invictus. yeah he's like a 1.6 million dollar super cult um i know that horse fomo diomo whatever the other thing of snowden's is a very well uh, liked horse as well. I think um, a bit like DK was saying. I think that that was a you know there's there's good and bad maidens. I think that was a high quality maiden, and and this horse sort of defied the pattern, did something the other two didn't do. Uh, well, it was on the fence in the run, the winner, and um, I think it's sort of in the top half a dozen in betting for the the JJ Atkins off that win. So um, this horse should be hard to beat in a, uh, an open two year old on a Saturday at uh, Rose Hill. I would I would imagine the Hawk Stable of. Uh uh, they're starting to get a couple of winners lately. Galano, do you know anything about that horse? First starter? No. Galana Snitzel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's a, the uh, Arafield horse. Yeah. It was weird. Its first trial was pretty good, and then it looked like um, it was sort of – it went quite well, and then last start it was a very fishy trial. Uh, it looked like they were either – hawks are so hard to work out, like um, – I don't know. Nash is on one for Waller, and he and he, rid, he rode it like this horse was ridden last start. I'd be in the trial. I'd be very concerned about it improving significantly. The Hawks ones, I just like they're so hard to line up. They give them positive trials, negative trials. They don't. They're just so inconsistent. They place them so strangely. Their tactics, you know, they seem to be negative at all costs. Uh, a bit like DK, and uh, they're, they're just hard to find. They're just you know they've got so many nice horses. Um, it'd frustrate someone like Nico as much more than anyone. They, you know, every one of their horses is a, seem to be quality, but they just seem to do everything as hard as possible to to get winners. So that's probably more than I wanted, but thanks. Mm. No, no, actually, I, I remember looking at the trial a few times and going, I, I can't work this one out. But if it's a big price, which I'm assuming it is, yeah. it, it's one of those horses you'd probably be chopping out because you don't want it. To, um, yeah, what is it, 15 to 1, beating yeah, you? It might be a bit of a sneaky. Mm. I've got a feeling. Mm. Uh, Rose Hill Race 9, Lord Mayor's Cup. I've submitted this one because uh, just to get you 
You're revved up here. Market only. Lord Mayor's Cup. Uh, Navajo Peak, $5. Uh, Boise de Argent, $7. Uh, Wicklow, $7. Thassafile, 7 Lord Ardmore, seven fifty. Hopeful, $12. Esty Fenny, surprise winner last start, $13. Desert Icon, $16. Spirit Ridge, 18 Mount Popper, 19 And then you've got Pink Ivory and Mediterranean, blah, blah, blah. If you have a look at that market, is there anything that tickles your fancy? I'd rather have DK geld me with his teeth than bet into that race. <laughs> That is the that is just not no. That that's the big dance. That's that the big dance, Phil. That's what we're going to have a three million dollar race with those horses running around in six months' time. Is that before or after Manscaped? The gelding. Uh, no, he'd have to buttle through the bush, but um, <laughs> I think he'd get through it. Racingwatch.com.au. If you more want commentary like that, you'll uh, head straight into his Discord channel and you'll um, fit in absolutely beautifully. If uh, that's a bit too coarse and obscene and just want his tips, make sure you check out the Telegram so you can digest it however you like. And so no huh? no teeth what did you say? no teeth gelding gelding with teeth. Hey, Scott, got your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> you actually mentioned him there, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I had no idea he was wearing. It. I didn't even notice. <laughs> My missus wore it to the gym the other day, and apparently, some woman got upper that they're uh, they're against. Uh, they're in trouble in some country for you know breaking some laws or something. She's like, take that shirt off. She's like, yeah, you want to go nude? You want me to go nude? I threw mine out the other day. Did I did a bit of a, a, a winter clean. The Ridge Grundies are good. I like them. The Grundies are good. <laughs> I don't like that, that silky stuff. I like it. No, it's no mm. good unless you're going, unless you're trying to do a workout. Get the show back on the road and let's talk about Donnie's best. We need a break. G'day, gents. Good work on the stream. Taking a little bit of cash off the top sport. It was a good come out and top and a great event. This weekend's racings, uh, Demon's a bit tough, heavy nine or ten at the moment. Should come good by the weekend. We're steering clear, not sure how the track will play. Uh, the best bet this weekend comes up in Rose Hill, race one, Wilds Territory. It's number two, Celestial Legend. Um, turning out the one race start was at Canterbury. That day I was a savage inside bias where I was in one run bias. It sat two and three wide, made an early run. Then still had the courage to get the day's best last eight, six, four, and two. So it was flying home late against the pattern. Gets a better job. Dylan Gibbons goes on. Um, if you can settle a touch closer from barrier two, I think there's enough speed in the race to bring its power, its late strength over the top of them. I think 340 is a good bet. So I'm happy to back Celestial Impact. I thought Galano from Hawk Stable has trialed nicely as well. Around $20, I'll be making that a winner. So only doing the one race this week. Try and get things back on track. It's in race one at Rose Hill, Celestial Impact, and Galliano. Good luck. I, send him I, I cannot believe you didn't stitch me up and put that on before mine <laughs> because that was literally word for word. That was hilarious. That was world class. Celestial Legends, a horse, but um, I think Donnie's been a bit too harsh on himself. So I think last week was pretty good. It got replayed before the start and it still went okay and – might have just sent him a note to say that the carnival's on and he needs to stay in his, stay in his lane. Yeah, what's that about? He's like, oh, we're coming around. He's uh, Queensland's coming up soon. I'm fired up. And then he goes to Sydney. He just he starts just stepping on your toes. Did stick out like dog's nuggets, that that two-year-old, though. I think um, yeah, plenty of founders. It's not that hard to find. Yeah, 280 might uh, might go as well. Top sport steamers, as I said, Giga Kick and Promises kept. They were hammered. Uh, they almost got a lot to bet strategy there. Uh, the first bet we're going to have a look at uh, for them is uh, race four, number 11, TikTok Queen, 500 at $9. Interesting little race there, now into 650. Um, Street Gossip looked a 
great low last start. It's yeah. three fifty favourite. Pretty amazing seven dollars. See what happened there with the rider. He didn't. Um, he thought Josh. They thought it was going to get five and a half, and it got fifty four and a half, and he got left with no jockey. So they've had to go Jade, Jade Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah, Ooh. I haven't done that race properly, but um, I did make a comment that Princess Rainies is now flying for um Tony Gollum. So I think it was maybe. Did Moody have it in Melbourne, Nico? He did. Yep, it was yeah. DK Source. Once that was time. my when I launched my tipping service, the first horse I ever tipped. Well, there you God go. Bless it, and seventeen to three fifty or something, or two twenty or something got the money. God bless it. Beautiful. What a story. Yeah, Princess Rahaney's. All right, Toby Edmonds. Did you see it? Is it? No, T Gollan. T Gollan. The Good only horse he can't get going is Halal, isn't it? See, he, he huh? seems to be able to get any horse going. Um, Gollum, but Halal he's still battling with. I wonder if he'll get the better of him in the end. Very good trainer. Uh, race seven up in Brisbane, and here's another one. A uh, bit of a roughy spec here, 150 at 41 on Diamond. So race seven, number six, bit of a task, I would have thought, against Sarkin. Absolutely Arkin. enormous price. Its win two starts ago was insane, and then I've never seen a horse being given a bigger barrier trial than what it was given last start. It's um, it's a silly – a, yeah, you need probably need Zaki to find a bit of trouble, but I thought the two Bash brothers had both run well against it. He looked short enough, Zaki. I know it was a, it was a great win last time, but $1.90, Zaki. Complete and, moral. How is he too short? He should be $1.50, shouldn't he? He'll probably Nico. start shorter. Huh? He'll yeah. probably start shorter. Everyone I, said was, that White Marlin was, was a moral last Sat three wide the trip. White Marlin was like two to one against – with a million different things against – what about the like? What about the split with people saying it was a good ride? How, how was it a good ten, ride? He went ten above, I think. He went a lot more than ten above, but nah, it was it, it was no different to his ride on Goldman. He just was on a worse horse, so I didn't have any problem with the ride. Right, Goldman, yeah, I, and I don't disagree with you. I don't. I think Goldman's just seems to be freakish, but um, Kovalika, a tissue was another quiet one last start. Uh, Hoider, I don't know what make of that horse. New Marian, probably a wet tracker. Zyrek. Sort of looked like he was going to go straight past him and just couldn't. Mm, $15. That was my weight. And then what about Dewey? You've got a little bit of nah. Sam Clipperton first up. Your man's lost the ride. Yeah. Nah. I, I, yeah, I want to see her do something. Mm. Anyway, into $21 yeah. now, Diamil. So um, Walt likes that bet. And then this is an interesting one, a horse that we've um, had some dialogue about in the past. Nico, uh, race nine, number 10, percent in March, 200 at uh, $21. The right odds for that camp. Hey. Yeah, I just don't, don't think she's good enough. She sort of had her chance the other day and agree. Couldn't couldn't get it done. Once once they don't win their ta- their target race, I don't. I never really see Bussett and Young sort of bouncing back. Is probably probably the only point I'd like to make. But Renaissance Woman's the favourite there. Three twenty. Secure girl. Don't know much about that. Five. She just wins again. I think she just wins again. Any luck from that inside draw? Renaissance she gets the run. Woman. She gets last start. She'll just round them up again. Yeah. She looked like she had a class edge on it. Maybe go have to go looking for um, a bit of DF if you want to try and get a bit. Yeah, if she was ever going to be vulnerable, second up, 1,800 or whatever it was. So I think she'll be better again and stronger again. Hmm. What about Donnie's buck jumper, Missy Moolah, the, the Kiwi thing? Yeah, no. $34? You can't, like, what, it was Awful. great. You, you can very rarely doubt Gay, and I know it was a, a nightmare, like the horse didn't get a run, and but the 2,200 metre first up when you've never had a run past 1,400 in your life with 62 um, yeah, hard to bounce off that. I'm, I'm tipping. Any thoughts about uh, Rio from the Lambing Yard that's um, popping up? He's from- mine. One of, he's one of mine. Oh, I t- yeah, cool. he's one of mine, Rio. She. She. Mm. Line finder. Yep, like her? Line finder. $16. Yeah. Bit of yeah, DF. No, no she, got, she She goes good. She, she's, um, uh, yeah, Sandown or whatever it was, she won, didn't she? Got up there and just kept finding the line. Has she had a run since then? 
Uh, I can't even remember what it is. Some lamming number. R-E-R, R-E-O. Or yeah. It's called, yeah, lamming colours. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember it got held up in the maiden and, yeah, no, I reckon, I reckon she's a cha- line chaser. All right, DK, have you got something to throw out for the punters at Cranbourne or um, something to look out for? No, it was today. Today it's going to be two. It's going to run by the time the show comes out. The Henry Dwight thing will win it. Fucking, where is that? Kiton today. Race two, whatever it is. But um, that might be too late for everyone. Sorry, Scoot, but I'll be getting into the other form afterwards. All right. I bet. I think Botanics is going to run a big DK run. on a first starter. This is rare. I love it. Rare. I'm writing it down. I love this shit. Irish concert. Henry can set him up. He's a great trainer. Uh, this that word. The two that two words. Henry Dwyer. They always pique my interest. Yeah, he's great. Mm. He, it was you know, smurred and understudy. See, mm. so that's all. That's all. He's smurred and understudy. The mm. horse that he, he set up that Woods that was twenty twenty woods. twenty one yeah. what Woods or whatever it was twenty one dollars into what three fifty yeah, or four good. bucks. That was an absolute Henry Spech. Mm. Henry Spech, little four kilo apprentice first up, out the back second up, oh. B. Allen third up. Chocolates. Anyway, good on Henry third up. That was the old Smurden go. Speaking of chocolates, hopefully Britannicus gets the uh, gets the win on Sunday. I think if the weather stays okay and it's not cats and dogs down there, DK, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat an Australian steeple if you're looking for something to do on Sunday Arbor. Cheer him home for me. Fluked or flattered last start, best ride in the history of the world, and <laughs> run a nice seventh. <laughs> He's grumpy. You're right, DK. I've tried to be super positive. (laughs) Left us out, he did. What a mongrel. Left us out. Have a great weekend and thanks, guys.